Hello, and welcome to Rewire with Duchess Dale. Whether you're a baby boomer or a baby zoomer, a millennial or an elder ally, enjoying retirement or planning ahead, this podcast provides tips and information that turn into inspiration for living your best life. And now, here's our host, Duchess. Thank you for joining us on episode 14 as we wrap up National Hispanic Heritage Month, which began Friday, September 15th and concludes Sunday, October 15th. This year, the theme is Latinos Driving Prosperity, Power and Progress in America. This is a way to spotlight the unique voices and experiences of the Hispanic Latino communities. And while I was preparing for World Dictionary Day, which happens on Monday, October 16th, I came across a fascinating article written by Alyssa Pereira, hope I'm saying that correctly, as she wrote about the differences between the terms Hispanic and Latino. Alyssa states, Hispanic specifically concerns the Spanish language speaking Latin America and Spain whereas Latino and Latina specifically concern those coming from Latin American countries and cultures, regardless of whether or not the person speaks Spanish. And now we can include Latinx as a gender-neutral alternative for Latino or Latina. Now, a little bit of history about this. It was inspired by the civil rights movement back in the 1970s, when activists were seeking a new designation as a way for more equality and recognition of diversity. A young Mexican-American government worker, Grace Flores Hughes, and a diverse group of Spanish-speaking federal employees were tasked with selecting a word for a new federally defined heritage category for the 1980 upcoming U.S. Census. After much deliberation, they landed on the term Hispanic. Now, the word Latino is recorded as early as the mid-1940s, and it is ultimately shortened from the Spanish word Latinoamericano. But it wasn't included in the U.S. Census for the first time until the year 2000, 20 years after the term Hispanic was coined. Now, while there are key differences in the definition of Latino and Hispanic, many people who identify as both don't have a preference between those two terms. The most preferred choice may be a person's specific country of origin. Most frequently, people use their country of descent as a way to describe themselves, whether it is Mexican, Dominican, Cuban, and so forth. Particularly here in New Mexico, I think understanding all this is a wonderful way to celebrate the Hispanic Latino cultures we share here. Salud. Breaking news. The annual Conference on Aging returns for its 45th year to offer inspiration, education, and ways to empower seniors, family members, and caregivers. The event will take place on Monday, November 13th and Tuesday, November 14th at the National Hispanic Cultural Center in Albuquerque. 
This conference is a celebration of seniors and their invaluable contributions to our community, as well as an opportunity for attendees to gain valuable insights, resources, and connections to enhance their quality of life and well-being. Conference highlights include Renowned experts and thought leaders in the field of aging will deliver inspiring talks and presentations on a wide range of topics from health and wellness to financial planning and caregiving. Interactive workshops and opportunities to connect with others. Also, a diverse array of exhibitors and service providers. Can you spell swag? Mark your calendars now for November 13th and 14th at the National Hispanic Cultural Center, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Registration is $10 and some scholarships are also available. Contact the New Mexico Aging and Long-Term Services Department at www.aginnm.com. G-O-V, or call 1-800-432-2080. And we are excited to announce that this podcast, Rewire with Duchess Dale, will have a booth at the conference and you will have a chance to meet her in person. Rewire your calendar and meet us there. is Mental Health Day. Primarily, this day was created as a day of awareness about taking a break from social media. Now, for many of us, that may be easier said than done because I don't know about you, but since the pandemic, social media became one of the most consistent ways of being able to stay connected and to get the news. And then there is the news. Even the most ostrich-like of us have been made aware of the national chaos and the global atrocities currently taking place. It's almost too much for us to bear hearing about it, let alone if it is directly affecting family, friends, or fellow citizens. We might be feeling helpless along with feeling stressed or fearful, and especially those of us who are empaths or HSPs, but we are not helpless. There is always something each one of us can do. For some, it might be turning to the prayers of their own faith. For others, it might be a monetary donation to help those in need. Or maybe this becomes a renewed call to activism to get more directly involved by contacting one's representatives to mandate change. It reminds me of Dorothy Gale. There is no place like home, and since home is where the heart is, Let's start there. The heart space has to begin with ourselves first. My thought is that too many of us don't think about our mental health until it's stretched to the max or beyond. We don't happen to have a national day on the calendar to create self-care practices that benefit our mental and physical health. So I invite you to take some time this week to look at patterns and habits that might not be the most conducive to your well-being. Perhaps consider creating a new routine for when and how you access social media or watch the news. Particularly if one is retired and without the construct of a work routine or family schedule, 
we can get lazy and fall into routines and patterns that may not be in our best interest, but hmm, we get used to them, creatures of habits, are we? Give yourself a break and be open to new ways to go about your daily activities and always factor in some time for habits that nurture your body, mind, and soul. Today, look into your heart and see what action you could take for your mental health as well as someone else's. Call a friend or family member to check in and see how they are really doing. Maybe clean out your closets and donate items that might be helpful to families in need nearby. How about plant some seeds? And if you don't have a yard or a garden to do that, buy some flowers and take them to someone else just because just because we are all part of humankind. Now pay attention to those two words, human kind. We are each human and we can all be kind, including to ourselves. And in case you're a new listener to this podcast, self-care is one of the underlying intentions. My goal is to share lots of interesting tips and information that you can turn into inspiration for improving your life or the lives of your loved ones. Kindly share this information or the link to the podcast as it is available free on all the common streaming platforms. And if you have a question, a comment, or a suggestion, you can write to me directly at yourliferewired at gmail. Your Life Rewired, three words, no hyphen, at gmail.com. Or you can visit our dedicated Facebook page, Rewire with Duchess Dale. <sighs> I know that's a lot. Take a breath, take care of yourself, and until next week, refresh, reconnect, and rewire. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is sponsored by the Aging and Long-Term Services Department of New Mexico. On your favorite streaming platform, subscribe or follow to receive a reminder of new episodes. You can also share this free podcast with family and friends. Our music was written and sung by New Mexico's Lydia Clark. I'm your announcer, Don Converse. Till next time, remember to reconnect, recommit, and rewire. We've got information and inspiration.